Talia Smith, and the film is Umama. Welcome, Talia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. So let's start by talking about your title. What does this mean, Umama? Does it have a meaning? Yeah. Umama means mother in Zulu. And I think all of the themes connect to this within my film. But I think it's also very interesting within communities in South Africa, somebody might not be your mother, but you'll call them mom, whoever. So you can call like your next door neighbor, mom Sibongile, and call them like your mother. So I thought that was very interesting. It's very interesting because this is a film that in a very short time covers several things. You have connections of cultures, connections of motherhood in, in, in many different levels. Mm -hmm. uh, there are mothers in, this, in one community and there are mothers in the other and there are mothers that are bound together. And children and children in the way they see mothers and what they get from mothers. And some mothers who are not their mothers who are caring for them. Yeah. You, you, you cover a lot of territory very quickly. And then also you put, you know, some very interesting cultural collisions in this film as well. Yeah. So let's start by talking about, for example, the significance of Passover in your film. Yeah, definitely. So let me start by saying I thought it was very important for me to include the fact the Jewish element because I'm Jewish. And I also thought it was very interesting that, you know, this having been inspired by personal events, to have someone who knows as much about your religion when it's not theirs at all, to know about your traditions. So I wanted to incorporate that. And then when it came to Passover, I just thought the symbolism and the underlying layer was so important for me. Layers are very important to me in filmmaking. Um, I think it's fun to go back and be like, oh, I didn't see that, a little Easter egg. Passover for me, there was a lot of things to play with. First of all, the fact that as Jews, we're celebrating the fact that we are free of slavery. We are celebrating our freedom from Egypt. And now in South Africa, anybody who's born after apartheid is known to be part of the born free generation. And then on top of that, there's the death of the firstborn. And then there's some very small elements where she's pouring salt water everything in Passover has a meaning that's on your table it symbolizes something so in the beginning when she's putting all of the different elements onto the it's called a seder plate each little like vegetable or bone it means something for the Passover meal and the salt water represents tears so when the doorbell rings, she's pouring the salt water to foreshadow that tears are going to come. So I just, I had a lot more fun as a filmmaker working with Passover and it, it already has a lot of symbolism in it, so. Yes, exactly. So then you wound up, you wound up giving it another layer, as you like to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely came through, it definitely came through. And then, you know, what about your own heritage? Uh, you mentioned that this was inspired by true events. Talk to us a little bit more about uh, that, if you can. Yeah, definitely. So I was born in South Africa, raised in South Africa. My parents are South African, and we're also Jewish. So I come from a very unique, almost a very beautiful bubble. And I think being in South Africa, it's, it's hard to stay in your bubble. You know, we're known as the Rainbow Nation, is what Nelson Mandela called us. And it's... A beautiful thing to be part of that where there's an interchange between different cultures 
So growing up in South Africa, you're always experiencing a different culture. You're always learning about somebody else's religion, somebody else's way of life. So that's how I grew up. And being South African and Jewish, there's a lot of storytelling involved in both of those cultures. So I grew up, you know, telling stories, hearing stories, and that's what inspired this story. And clearly the storytelling tradition comes through in your filmmaking as well. What's your specific journey in, as a filmmaker? So it's really funny because I don't, somebody asked me this the other day and I don't remember a specific time of like when it happened for me. It, I always wanted to be in film. My dad is an editor and my mom used to produce and she since has not until my film came around and then she had to be ah. the feet on the ground for us in South Africa. <laughs> you got her back in the game. I love that. Yeah, she got back, ran back in the game. And so I just grew up hearing stories, telling stories, and I always had a camera with me, always taking the camera from my parents. And I didn't know I wanted to be a director, but I knew I wanted to be in film. And then when I was... I was cast in a commercial as an actress and I just had the worst day because the whole time I was like, wow, this is not what I want to do. I want to be a director. And so that's when it shifted for me. And I said, okay, my biggest dream is to go to NYU. And I worked really hard and I got my biggest dream. The biggest room so far. I'm sure there are more to come. So far, there's definitely more. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to the story here. So your lead female, Simon Gile, mm-hmm. you know, is a is kind of she works hard and she makes it clear to her son that she's making sacrifices for him. She's a bit tough on him, really. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, you see her being very proud, but not in front of him. Yeah, I thought that was a very interesting thing. Yeah, and tell, tell me why you made that choice to to have her not show it to her son, but to be very proud in her community. Of course. So I actually did a lot of interviews with domestic workers' children. And originally in the script, it, she was very proud of him. And a lot of them said, you know, this that isn't how it happens. Our mothers will be so proud of us, but we won't know. We'll know because the neighbor will come to us and say, wow, you got this award. That's so incredible. But like when it's actually happening, they, they, it's something that they expect. Mm. So I thought that was... A little, a little tiger, tiger momish. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I mean, good for you. <laughs> Bring, bringing them up with great expectations. Go for it. <laughs> Why not? And, you know, I noticed that there were not fathers present. I mean, was that, what, was that a conscious choice or was that just something that happened? It was definitely a conscious choice. I think... For me, the story was about mothers. And so you really don't see fathers in either of the homes. It's actually a funny story. My father acts as the father in the, he was also our editor, but we didn't have a father on set. And I said, dad, (laughs) you got to leave. You can hold (laughs) your camera in front of your face the whole time. And you see at the end, he's sitting there. There's a video camera in front of his face. He does not want to do that. That's hilarious. But yeah, I think for me, it was there was a focus about what it meant to be a mother and what the sacrifices of being a mother are. And on top of that, a lot of these interviews, a lot of the boys spoke about having absent fathers and what it meant to grow up with a single mother who's also absent. 
some of the time. Right. Yeah, so they're on their own. So there's a whole world of choices to be made. And clearly we see what some of those can result in in the film. Exactly. You know, there's also something interesting too, where you, where you when you talk about motherhood, where the little girl that Simon Gile is nannying breaks her necklace and she turns to her, not her own mother, mm -hmm. to help her fix it. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. That for me was inspired by real life because the story that it's based off of is my relationship with Susan and me and Susan, whenever something breaks, I always ask her to help me with it. It's a special moment between the two of them that they get to have together. And at the end, she's wearing the necklace again. And speaking of making and breaking, there's also a, a quite a lot of references to making and breaking promises in the script. It's very central to, to, to the, all these relationships. Tell me a little bit about those choices. Yeah, so I thought it was important to kind of contrast the relationship between the two children to kind of show what her role is to both of them and what is expected of a mother and then a mother like her, where her biggest goal is to fulfill these promises. So she promises to her son that she'll come home and celebrate with him. And when she can't, fulfill that promise she's able to do that with the little girl who isn't her daughter but is like it's her family and I think that's the biggest thing for me is this dichotomy of love throughout that it's very confusing and then it's also the only thing that makes sense that was a very central theme for me yeah no this is this is beautiful and what what would you like for viewers to take away from who are not from South Africa what would you like for them to take away about the country that you're from just the people like that every person every character in the film is so authentic to the south african people and their resilience and the love that's amongst the south african people i think that's the biggest thing for me just showing the love amongst south african people and yeah as i said their resilience i just it's a beautiful country with beautiful people that's a wonderful message. And my last question for you is this, what's next? What's next? I definitely, I want to continue telling true stories and I think South African stories are important to me. So I'm writing a feature, another South African story, and that's next. <laughs> that's a great thing. Drama or comedy? Oh no, it's a drama. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling it might be. I've dove quite deep into the drama realm. Well, Talia, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much. And good luck at the festival. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun.